Hello, everybody, and welcome to the next episode of Next Man Up. Oh, no, wait, it's not Next Man Up, because have you seen on Twitter, we have officially rebranded back to what is our overall name, which is the British and Irish Eagles podcast. So um, if you're listening to this on um, your Spotify or your Apple podcast, you've already probably seen the new logo on there. You've seen it before, um, but we are officially now the British and Irish Eagles podcast. And um, hey, listen. Welcome back to the podcast, Mick, Phil, great to see you again. I'll bring in our special guest, fashionably late American, in a moment. But before we do that, Phil, bring you in, sir. You, you know, new lease on life now. We said in the last podcast, you're out there searching for work. But more importantly, um, you know, we've been doing a bit of whiskey tasting as we've been coming up to this podcast. Yeah, there's been a, a new development with the whiskey game for the British and Irish Eagles, um, courtesy of our previous podcast. Tony Brewerton um, sent us all out a little care package with not one, not two, but three bottles of 12-year-old single malt whiskey, courtesy of Loch Lomond whiskies. And um, they're not all the same either, so it's not just sort of trying to butter us up with quantity. There is quality in there as well. We've got a smoky one, we've got a fruity one, and we've got a perfectly balanced one. And perfect balance is what I'm on tonight. I'm looking forward to to getting into that one. Um, I don't know about you guys, but you guys, uh, which ones have, which ones have you selected? For yeah, I'm on the perfectly balanced as well. Uh, and I, I know Mick is as well. He said pre-podcast. We're, we're going to get into Loch Lomond in a little bit and, and some, some competitions and some news um, later on in the podcast. Um, but Mick, bring you in, sir. Yes, How sir. are you? The Scottish um, flag looking well in the background, sir. Yes, of course. You've got to rip the cars, like I said. So, Tarting up the the background to make it look good, make myself look good. Um, <laughs> repping the repping the Celtic green. I like the hoops. Uh, of course. Um, but yeah, glad to be talking to you guys again about the birds. It's one of my favourite times of the week. So, um, but at the end of the week, you can have a, a nice wee drink tonight. We've got the holiday weekend absolutely. ahead of us. Yeah, so, absolutely. Can't wait. Looking forward to. It. I want to see what your guys' plans are in a second. But fashionably late American. Tony G, my friend, fourth time on the British and Irish Eagles podcast. Fifth time. Maybe I missed one. All right, fifth time. That is the most by People any guest. five times. I know, it's a bit crazy, right? It's um, But he's back, and he's back for what I would say is probably your favorite time of the year, bar this season. Um, if we get into the playoffs, Tony, um, bring you in on how excited you are about the upcoming draft. Um, and, and ladies and gentlemen, just by way of a, an introduction to what we're going to be doing today, we're going to be talking briefly introductions as we do as always. Um, and then we're gonna be doing some live mock drafts for you all. Each of us are gonna do a live mock draft on the PFF simulator. Tony, how excited are you to be back on the podcast, drafting and looking forward to the draft, my friend. This is a uh, tradition unlike any other, minus <laughs> Masters, obviously. Um, <laughs> Where's your TV? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward Masters? to it. Like I, like I kind of messaged with you, Liam, um, I got locked out of a few mock websites because I was mocking too much. So, um, so yeah, that's what I do before I fall asleep at night. I just mock. Um, so, yeah, I'm pretty pumped up. Uh, pretty pretty excited. Um, obviously, we'll get into it uh, as you guys know, but but pretty pumped so far, and I like the moves we did, except for one, and we'll talk about that. 
So. Oh, okay. I'm interested in, in, in that one. And specifically, um, we've been doing lots of mocks here as well ourselves. And when we do our mocks today, we'll do a bit of a grade on each other at the end of the mock. Um, and we're live. Oh, my God. I should say we're live for the first time. This is live on Twitter. This is live on YouTube. Um, so this is very exciting for us. Normally, we have the uh, the bit four or the safety net, I should say, Mick, of being able to make any lives uh, or post live edits to the podcast. So, um, Aye, hey, so watch fun. how much wine you drink tonight. <laughs> uh, well, I've got a bottle of Malbec Torrento uh, here, and also I've got a bottle of whiskey. So, I mean, I can't really go wrong with those two by my side, can yeah. I? Uh, or can I? <laughs> Good stuff. All right, folks, uh, happy Easter to everyone listening in as well. I hope you're all enjoying a nice Easter break wherever you're listening to this. Let's just want to touch on um, Trevor Street, the new defensive tackle that the Eagles picked up um, pretty much a couple of days after we did our last our last podcast. 26 years old, D- DT, uh, played for the Saints last year, had a few seasons, of the underwhelming seasons probably at the 49ers um, after an ACL injury coming out of college. Last year, though, he had his highest snap count, over 500 snaps, 3.5 sacks, 6 for 2, 285 pounds. With his age profile and his physique profile, one-year deal, low cost. I mean, it's, it's how he all written all over him in this in this offseason, Tony. Um, you, you mentioned he, he trains not too far from you. It's not a blockbuster move. We're not going to spend too much time on it rotational piece really tony right that's all we're talking here yeah uh basically um a depth depth piece um camp body if you will he, he may or may not make the team long term um practice squad potentially as well um but it all depends on what we obviously do in the draft um because we always love to address the line on both sides of the ball so um but you know a solid depth player uh, he has experience at least. And um, yeah, I mean, he's from the area here. He went to North Carolina state and trains not too far from my house here in South Carolina. So, yeah, so the gym down, down, so the gym down the streets using them in all the promotional social media. So, <laughs> oh, who, so uh, who benches more Tony there? You yeah. or uh, Tredavious here? What's going on? Uh, you got me on the bench press? Yeah, about 20 years ago. <laughs> I can imagine you back 15, in those gyms. 15. All right, yeah, there you go. Give yourself some slack here, Tony. Come on. Um, um, hey, I was piece, saying, you guys were saying I was go. on here five times really quick. At this point, I might as well get a free bottle of whiskey, you know? So. Oh, well, well <laughs> see, we were talking about all the Tonys on the last podcast, weren't we? Maybe we need to introduce Tony and Tony <laughs> together. That could be dangerous. Um, well, yeah, and the other Tony. All the Tonys. Uh, Javon Hargrave and Dominic Sue Limbo, Joseph all pickups last season in the defensive tackle. Obviously, um, we've let we've let uh, Javon Gravedigger Hargrave go, and DT for me is probably the most obvious pickup in the draft at the moment. That's flip flop from offensive tackle before Lane had his extension, but and then when the cornerback scenario was going on with Slay leaving and everyone thinking Bradbury was going to be gone, we were thinking cornerback is the go-to. I mean, what what's going to happen between now and the draft? It's going to change our minds. I know Bijan Robinson is being talked about on all airways and channels now at Pick Ten that I'm seeing online and in our podcast and other mainstream media. I know Phil likes to uh, 
to muse that potential pickup at 10 as well. And hey, let's see what the draft boards look like later on today. But ju just um, a recap again of the moves the Eagles have made so far. So um, that is their seventh signing now in free agency with Terrell Edmonds, um, Justin Evans, Yidi Williams, Nick Moreau um, and Street, as well as um, Marcus Mariotti, quarterback, and also Richard Penny at running back. So some good moves. They did lose 10 players. I won't list them all. We've gone through them already. We know who those players are. Um, and also they've re-signed Kelsey Graham, Bradbury Cox, Boston Scott, Darius Slay, um, and Lane to an extension as well. So, um, yeah, Giant Killer's back, baby. Giant Killer's back, even for those one or two touchdowns a season. Um, so, yeah, look, some interesting moves. Um, and before we go um, any further, Phil, we've got a new NFL draft composition competition to announce. This was really successful last year. Take it away, my friend. How could people get involved? Yeah, so last year it was a bit of a fun thing to do. Created a bit of a Google form. Predict <clears throat> the top three players that are going to go in the draft. Maybe the first Eagles player and one or two others. And it was pretty successful. I think it made it a little bit more enjoyable to watch the draft outside of the Eagles. Um, so this year we're sort of, we're going to take it up a notch. Um, obviously now we've got our, our A game with <clears throat> with Mick doing the graphics and and plenty of um, swag to give away, um, be that an Eagles draft cap or maybe even some Loch Lomond whiskey, potentially. Maybe, um, maybe. Maybe. Um, so as, as it's going to be the same format as last time, uh, Google Forms on the streets now, if you listen to this live or, or, or recorded, um, get onto our Twitter page. The link's through there. The newsletter will be coming out in the next few days, so there's a link in there. What, kind of, we'll... what kind of point system? What kind of point system we talking here? I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm, I'm just. There. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> it's you can't win this, Liam. You know that. Or maybe we <laughs> should have a competition. Competition between the three of us, just to. I think we can enter, but we can only win between the three of us. Something. Decide between uh, us. I'm Either well way, aware so gonna... that I still need to do some, some of my forfeits. Certain forfeits, yes. We haven't completed the last lot of forfeits, have we, really? Well, well let Phil um, take command again, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's going to be eight questions. Um, I'll go through them in, in just a second, just to detail what they are. They've all, as, as Liam's alluded to, they're all awarded a very different degree of points due to their difficulty or um, just because we felt like it. Um, and essentially, the People who get the most points will win some prizes. At the moment, I think it's going to be the top four. We're going to, we've got a draft cap that we're going to give away, and um, three bottles of whiskey. I think is what we've been what we've been discussing. So at the moment, that's, that's confirmed. The that's confirmed. That, yeah. that is confirmed. Happy yeah. days. So there you go. So we've got four prizes. So top four top four people will win will win some prizes, and we've already actually got about fourteen people signed up. Just so just an update on that. So there's already some people eager to get their draft um, predictions on. Um, the questions are as follows. So as I said before, um, who's going to be the, the top um, top three players picked? So there's a separate question for each one. So who are you going to think is going to be picked first? Who do you think is going to be picked second and then third? Who are the Eagles going to take with their first pick? Deliberately saying first pick, not pick 10, because we all know what how we can be like. Ooh, um, I like that. And new. who do the Eagles take with their second pick? Likewise, might not even be pick 30, could be pick 60. Uh -huh. It depends uh -huh. on what Howie decides he wants could to do. Pick 22. I mean, who knows? <laughs> yeah, who knows? <laughs> um, and then next, we've got basically uh, will the Eagles trade up or trade down? So there's an option to say whether you think the Eagles will trade up with either of the picks or trade down with either of the picks or just stick with the so other picks. That's day one, is it? That's day one. 
Yeah. I think right. it's, yeah, on, on day one. Yeah, you're all right. Sorry, beg your pardon. Um, yeah, so will the yeah. Eagles trade up or trade down on day one? So with either of their, their pick 10 or pick 30, will they trade back or trade up with them? Then we've got whether the Eagles will draft more defensive or offensive players. Now, given the fact that they've made a whole host of defensive signings, could allude to the fact they're going offense, or maybe that's a red herring. Who knows? Um, and then we've got the first O-lineman uh, that's a nice draft. one. I like that one because that could be that's anywhere on the board. Anywhere. That's not specific to the Eagles. So first offensive lineman taking the draft and, and then the first cornerback taken in the draft. And last Wait. but not least, question. Yeah, maybe. Um, lastly, the final question is similar to what we do for our in-season predictions for, for matches when we go for an outside-the-box prediction, which is if you haven't listened to any of the previous pods, where have you been? Um, but if you do know, if you want a bit of clarification, outside the box is a bit of a subjective concept, but essentially it's got to be something that you people are going to go, really? You think that's going to happen? Um, but it's not entirely impossible. So the Eagles take some um, ridiculously... Uh, they, they two running backs in the first turn. three picks or something like yeah, that, Yeah, two running backs in the first three picks. Yeah, thanks, Liam. Perfect. Something like that. Something that's a bit like weird, but possible and then that's going to be awarded a massive five points most of the all the other questions are are, are a point each apart from um, the eagles pits who are worth three um the, well, the top one split into one so there'll be one point each but it's the first question split into three um the outside the box will be worth five points so you've got to make sure it's pretty spectacular you can't just go sort of liam-esque with your outside the box and go just on the very periphery oh, of outside uh, the box. You, you know, actually have to why be not? you have to have, you have to have a few you have to have some big cojones to sort of to get this one and it will be judged by me so you have to impress someone who's Veto. Experienced, experienced in the outside the box concept um i think that's it in terms of the covering yeah. the details of it so get yourself signed up get yourself predictions in and then shortly after the draft i'll tally up all the points and we'll announce the winners there you go. Look at that. Beautifully timed there, Mick, with the uh, the points on the screen to finish it up. Fantastic stuff. And then and finally, just while we're here and before we get into the mock drafts as well, um, Mick, we got some more news on our new Loch Lomond partnership. Of course, mate. So, um, as you know, as everyone has probably heard, seen the retweets on Twitter, heard um, Tony last week on our podcast, not Tony G, but Tony B. We're working through our, our Tony's from A to Z. Um, and we've struck up this exciting new partnership with um, Loch Lomond Whiskies. And as Phil said at the top of the podcast as well, we've been gifted a few bottles to try out. Um, over the next couple of weeks, couple of podcasts, we'll be talking a bit more in depth. If you like your whiskey, then um, be sure to listen in because uh, we're, we're going to be doing a bit of a taste testing. Um, if you're a long-time listener of the British and Irish Eagles podcast, formerly Next Man Up podcast, um, you'll know you'll know that how much I love whiskey and how much I love talking about it. And if I could, I would have my own whiskey podcast and I would bin this in a heartbeat. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I'm, joking. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But that's how much um, I love it so much. Uh, it, it was such a joy um, just having the, the whiskey being delivered and unboxing it. And, you know, it, it's, it's such um, quality product and it's it's really exciting. And it's, it's great for our members as well, because don't forget, we, we also have a 10% discount for every British and Irish Eagles member who shops on the Loch Lomond website, which is live now. Uh, the discount code 
code is eagles-10 and that is live until the end of April. Um, so if you're looking for a little tipple before the draft or during the draft, it's the perfect time, isn't it? I've just had an idea. I think we should do a little um, a little draft watch along maybe at the start and any Eagles members or anyone watching the podcast and wants to come and join us, a little bit of luck, Loman, uh, as we as we wait for the first Eagles pick. Maybe we can see that up. And also, um, you know, as part of the partnership, they're, they've been very kind to gift us a number of bottles and a, and, and a number of glasses as well, which we're going to be using to um, raise money for charity, to um, give away as prizes and quizzes um, to our members um, and, and to people who listen to this podcast. So there's lots more to come for you guys to benefit from. Right. Superb stuff, superb stuff. Let's get into our first live 2023 mock draft. Now, what I've realized we haven't done is decided who is going to go first. So, Tony! Hey. <laughs> Tony um. G, as you're here, as our guest, and as we love having you on uh, pre-draft because your analysis is great. And I remember the stories you, you told on previous podcasts about you and your dad and writing up all the draft board numbers and your picks and where you want them. We know how much it means to you, not just as a Philly fan, but how much it means to you and your family this time of year. So um, we love having you back on for this part of the, part of the season, man. And um, I'm I'm buzzing to see what you're going to pick because yeah, you said you've done loads of mocks and you've been mocking yourself to death and they've blocked you, but you don't know what's going to be left on the board during a live draft, do you? So uh, this is going to be some fun. I'm I'm all for it. <laughs> all right, Mick, how's the technology working? We're going to get that bad boy up in a second. Yes, I think we're going to get it just now, Liam. Um, Again, please um, be patient if you're watching live or if you're listening <laughs> after the fact. Um, still getting used to this technology. so <laughs> territory. I like it. It's going smooth so far. Well done. Good. So I take it you can see the screen and you can see that we have the PFF mock draft machine ready and oiled, ready to go. So we're going to do all seven rounds each. Um, the Eagles don't have that many picks, so it's not, it won't take that long. Um, we'll keep the speed pretty fast. Are we allowed trades? Are we allowed trades, Mick? What's trades or not or no trades? Yes, if if you would like to do a trade, we we'll, we can test that out. Give I don't mind. Option. I mean, we've got plenty of time. Yeah. Um, I like it. I'm Screw not doing that. anything for the rest of the night, are you? So. You're all night. Phil hasn't got a job, so he's going nowhere. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, Tony, are, are you ready to enter the draft, Tony? I'm I'm ready. You got your GM cap on. Always. Draft starting now. And you are on the clock. And I am on the clock. You know, I've seen a lot of people. I noticed Quentin Johnson on there. I've seen people say, oh, they're going to, why not take him another big body receiver? I was like, nah, I don't see us taking a first round receiver again. So. Who's um, off the board so far, Mick? Well, we got Bryce Young going one, CJ Stroud two, Will Anderson Jr. three, Anthony in, Richard four. Inside Jim. information, I think it's CJ Stroud one and Bryce Young two. But ah, okay, all right, okay. <laughs> Which already labeled me as Panthers because apparently I'm employed by them. So. <laughs> there 
Hey, hey, you heard it here first. Uh, CJ Stroud is going to the Panthers. <laughs> Will Levis, seven. Peter Skronsky, eight. Devin Witherspoon, nine. Just before uh, the Eagles pick at 10. Interesting. What would you tell? Um, I would, I mean, if Christian Gonzalez was there, I, you know, but we just, we just re-upped it our two, uh, corners for a couple of years. So I don't see us going in that direction in the first round. Um, if, if I were going, going on the board here, looking at it, uh, scroll down a little bit, Mick. I definitely like, I know he's a bit undersized, but he kind of falls in line since we lost Javon Hargrave. And I know you guys have hit on that going to what it could be become our new rival in the Niners. Um, mm-hmm. I really like, uh, Cancy out of um Concy. I don't even know how he pronounced his last name out of Pittsburgh. Out of Pitt. Yeah. E. T. I like him there. He's been uh, all over very, media. Very, very similar build, very similar play style to Hargrave. Um, you know, he he has a few things to work on. Obviously, he can't work on his size in terms of height and everything, but his quickness, his speed, his hands, everything's there. Um and I just think, you know, knowing Howie, knowing our front office, we we have a system where we invest in the lines first, like uh, like we've always talked about. So, you know, I, I think you invest in your lines first because it always starts up front with the big guys on both sides of the ball. So I like uh, I like him there at ten going off of this board. Let's lock All right. that in. I like it. Kalaji Kansi out of pit. Locked and in at number 10. Imagine the real draft went this fast. How glorious would that be? You don't have to stay up <laughs> on a clock in the morning. morning. That's what they're trying to do with the sport of baseball right now. So hey Mick, we got a we got a little uh, question in there on the on the on the chat. Um were you hopping up and down with excitement like a kid at Christmas when you opened that delivery of whiskey up? <laughs> <laughs> it's from Matt Mills. I said yes he was. He made a video and we could potentially release it. I was doing that video actually pretty spectacular. This, you can't when you when it gets released, guys, you've got to see it. <laughs> Beautiful voice. I think I think Mick's trying to get a new job at Loch Lomond Whiskey Distillery. Me, if I could, I would. I'm surprised he hasn't been hired yet as a tester. Well, I, to Hold be on, fair, we, we, I think Tony Bruton's like trying. <laughs> oh, here we go. What a sound. That's to be done. I mean, this is no different from any other podcast, you know that. that... That's true. It's true. In fact, you you're know, probably drinking slower than most podcasts. You know what? Yeah, I am because I'm doing more. I, I have a side side question. Of those three bottles you each individually got, Mick, yeah. have you finished all three bottles already? <laughs> <laughs> I've ordered another three already. <laughs> That's actually the third set he's had this week. <laughs> they only arrived two days ago, so I would be very worried if all three bottles were gone by now. Yeah, that's why the ones that are being given away are being sent directly and they're not coming to me first because that's wise. They won't make it out. They that won't make it out, come on all the live. <laughs> all right. All right. Um all right, we're pick back number the thirty in the draft. Number thirty. You know, I'm I was trying to be optimistic in all my mocks. I kinda had them. I was hoping they would if somebody fell, they would trade up. I don't see that happening. I could also very much, as we all know, could see them trading out of thirty. Well, do you want to see your op- do you want to see your options to trade out? No, I think I'm going to stick at thirty. 
I think huh? I'm just going to stick. I know. I know. I know. Um, but I could definitely see them potentially flipping 30 for like an additional second and a future third or something um, or an addition, another second. Um, well, like 36 to like sticking, 55. If we're staying here, Mick, scroll down. Keep going. All right, y'all, this might not be, I said y'all, you could tell I moved to the south now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Straight for Anna Carolina. <laughs> oh, God, don't, don't get me started. Everybody, like, I have my one friend here, it's a big Panthers fan, and he's like gung-ho about them. And I said, one thing at a time, man. Um, <laughs> I like the moves they've made, but one thing at a time. You actually have to start winning. Um, and... This might not be popular. Maybe it is. But if we're looking at the board, you're looking at best player available. You're talking about – I like all the comments here. This live mock is very nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Jake over here is pretty spot on. If we're looking at this, I say you go guard. I know that our boy is going to play guard this year while Kelsey returns. <laughs> at some point, you're going to need another guard, though. Um, it doesn't hurt to have depth, to have an All-American um, who's really built for the guard position, plays the guard position better than anybody else in the college game this past year. Um, he's just a – he's a mauler. And like I said, we always prioritize, and there's nothing wrong with it. The lines up front always start with the big boys. So give me Torrance out of Florida at 30. Osiris the virus. Let's virus. get him in the building. I like that a lot. Let's go, I think let's go defense. Let's go offensive line. Gotta we gotta replenish the barrel, boys. So. I, I like that a lot. I mean it DT and, and an O line guard, given where we're at, at the moment, we've lost Isaac Sayamalu. I think if 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 we came out with the two picks at ten and thirty with those two picks, right now as we stand, depends what happens between now and the draft and player stock rises up or down, you know. Someone else is on the board that we don't know is going to be there, but you give me that right now, I'd probably snap your hand off. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Osiris Torrance, what are the best names in the draft as well? So absolutely. There's quite a few. Um, You know, in my mocks, I had us, I hate it waiting until the 62nd pick just because I'm very trade happy. Um, like I've mentioned, my friends call me in fantasy football, especially with all my trades. They call me Les Snead Jr. because I have no problem <laughs> trading the house to get my players. Uh, and then I always have a rebuild year for a year. Nice. <laughs> um, so in my mocks, I had traded up. But if we're sitting here, we say we stay at 62, looking at best available, scroll down. Just before you go on, to, yeah. with that, with that like fantasy mindset, like if you got like shed loads of shares in Najee Harris from like last year, he then had a, a not so good year because he was people were all over him last year coming out of the draft. Yeah, yeah, you, no, I know, I know. <laughs> um, now we got Stoutland U. <laughs> Stoutland Uni, I like that. Uh, there you go, Matt. Um, scroll down a little bit, Mick. I've heard that. I've heard that a lot on the podcasts that I've listened to the so, last few days. That being a strong we'll argument. Go back up a little bit, Nick. A later, a yeah. later offensive lineman. 
with yeah. with knowing that we've got Stoutland to sort of bring them up, we can sort of take a later pick and bring Thanks, them up bro. to the standard of a first round pick. Up, 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 up. Thank you, sir. Yeah, yeah um, Phil, completely, completely agree. I've seen that a lot as well, and it's been. I don't know whether there's a bit, a little bit too much emphasis on what we did with Maya Ladder. You know, I love Stoutland, and he's doing an incredible job, and he is the best off offensive line coach in the league. But I'm not. It feels a bit too much. And I said this the other day on the on the chat. It feels a bit more like a Howie Roseman quarterback factory comment, um, as opposed to oh, we're really good at this, so we could just churn this out all the time. Yes, he's an incredible player, but he's not going to turn seven, six, seven round offensive offensive tackles who never played the game into you know Pro Bowl caliber players all the time. If he does, then I mean, I'll eat my own words. Mick's going to shout at me here. Like, first you got to go with Kelsey. Now you're having to go with Stoutland. I'm not having to go with Stoutland at all. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. <laughs> I'm not. Let's, I'm not, not. Let's, let's not get into this again, guys. We've got more to do. Right? We haven't got time for that kind of conversation. <laughs> but it's not going to happen all the time. And, you know, I, I don't think you can bank on that happening. So, I, I yeah, to, to your point, Liam, I just like, you know, if, if Torrance is there, um, you always invest in your lines. Like I said, eventually, oh, yeah. Kel eventually Kelsey's is going to hang it up, and then our boy would slide sure. over to center. You got your. Oh, guard I wasn't there, talking about. I wasn't tackles. talking about Cyrus Torrance. I was talking about there was a comment in the chat. You could turn a you know a third round or a fourth yeah. round player in. But yeah, yeah, yeah Torrance makes perfect sense there. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mick, can you filter position for me? Of course I can, sir. So. Well, here we go. <laughs> what are you looking for, Tony? Go to safety for me. Safety, yes, sir. He's gonna reach for safety. <laughs> reach, wants to see who's left. I just want to see who's on the board. So we got Anthony Johnson Jr., Jordan Battle. James so he's been, he's been slipping in a lot of my mocks. Anthony Johnson, he is a converted cornerback, he only played safety for a year. Then again, I mean. Just like our uh, boy who ditched us for Detroit because he wanted money. Um, <laughs> Ex Shagger. <laughs> yeah, real. Yeah, he has the same representation as uh, Lamar Jackson. Um, <laughs> so, as in none. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They signed oh contracts God. in crayon, but we'll not get into that. Um, yeah. I would, you know. Sid was a, there was Sydney was there as well, wasn't he, Mick? Can we scroll down a bit further? Because he's been, he's been climbing Sydney Brown from yeah. Illinois. I like I like him a lot. Um, scroll back up. No, no, Mick. We're not taking Brandon Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I knew right away as he scrolled down. So it's too low. Ridiculous. <laughs> I really, really feel like Mick. Just we we need to just draft a Notre Dame player just once. Just, yeah, just Ian, Ian Book's a stud. Yeah, Ian Book's a real stud. So, <laughs> yeah. um, well, we didn't we didn't pick him up in the draft. We just picked him up off the. The, yeah, he's just a tackling right. dummy in practice. So, um, <laughs> isn't that what Britton Covey is? So I do. So <laughs> yeah, that is true. Except he actually saw the field. Um, I do like Anthony Johnson a lot. Um, I like what Maddie Mills over here is saying as well. I was always tempted to take another Alabama guy because of experience. This guy started for four years for. For Saban, you got to be doing something right and know the game to start for four years at safety. Um, that means a plug-and-play player. You won't have a big learning curve. Um, but it might be a bit of a reach. So let's go back to the overall board real quick, Mick. 
I'm not going to hold you guys up. I'm not going to go position by position. Don't worry. Um, can, I, can I see the punters, please? <laughs> so that, I've got all night in a full bottle of whiskey. <laughs> um, scroll down, Mick. Feels like I've got baby duty in an hour, Mick. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> he's already He already was listening on high tune. I saw him. So he had his, He's got to keep one ear out. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, right. So I like every time. There's a, every time there's this crazy little noise, I'm like, like a meerkat. <laughs> Scroll back up, Mick. So I I could see us taking another edge rusher, um, but going into the new concept in the defensive scheme, it just depends on that player if they're a stand up outside three four edge. There's LaDamian Tomlinson's cousin. Um, hmm. I really like, scroll back up. You know, if you're going on best player available on the board, can never have enough depth at quarterback. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? Um, no, no. Uh, can never have enough depth at, and I do like Nathan Dell, but he's a little undersized. Um I do like if you're going best available on the board. I do like adding another cornerback to the room. Um, you're looking at Syracuse here, and I like Garrett Williams. Yeah, yeah. in that oh, position. I was looking at that as well. So nice. um, I actually think he's ranked a little lower than he should be if you watch any of his tape. So um, if you're going best available player, which you know is the concept, besides hitting on the lines, you can never have enough solid cornerbacks because. Even though we've re-signed our two guys, you know, age is catching up to them sooner than later. And one of the two may not even play out the rest of that contract before a trade happens. So um the only thing I'd say about Garrett Williams is he does play quite a lot of man um compared to zone. So um he's played he's played a bit of zone, but he, Yeah, he, no, I I I agree. I agree. Um but Best available, you're going by yeah, county. If a guy yeah. can play man, he I'm sure he could pick up on zone. Yeah. So um so yeah, give me Garrett Williams there. Nice. Garrett Williams locked in. He's quick. He is quick. And run through. You know what? The the real draft you only get about ten minutes to make the pick, Tony, and I think you were stretching it there. <laughs> <laughs> Without having phone it's calls. Because they already like... didn't love the draft. So <laughs> <laughs> that was it. As soon as the board fell, you're like, oh well, you see, that's the way that's the way the cookie crumbles, Tony. All right, okay. go back to safety now, Mick. <laughs> We're back this, to safety. This is where we want our set. Brandon Joseph just sitting there waiting. No, thank you. He's waiting on his phone ringing. I am a fan of no. I don't want Brandon Joseph. Please <laughs> keep me away. Keep me away from Notre Dame guys, please. You're gonna go Anthony Johnson here, aren't you? I also like Ronnie Hickman because of experience, and he pl- he played zone. Um, what you know about I like the versatility. Like in, I like the versatility in Anthony Johnson. I don't know why I keep slipping. Personally, I haven't seen anything on that. I think it's just PFF's great grading scale as usual. Yeah, I mean, they're not always right. They're <laughs> never right. Uh, well, I mean, know. the rank is 69th, and we're, yeah. we're picking at 94 just now, so you're getting tremendous value there. If yeah, so give me rank. Anthony Johnson there. It's, it's His ADP is it's people like 
me and you <laughs> taking Anthony Johnson too late that's hurting his stock in the PFF mock draft mm-hmm. machine. It's PFF. Give me, give me a safety. Let's pick on Mead on this one. All right. Anthony Johnson locked. And, and now... I'm not trying to hold up y'all's draft because I'd have about 20 trades going down right now. <laughs> if you, you want to trade speak up now before we get to the <laughs> over 150? Are you letting it ride out to 200? Uh, stop it. Where are we at right now? One, five, One five. Scroll down on the who's picking in order there, Mick. Yeah. See the list. Keep going. I look for relationships on trades. That's how I do it. Keep going. Um, relationships on trades. Yeah. So like Shane explain Steichen, that, that. Shane Steichen, our idiot defensive coordinator that got ha- hired by Arizona. Um, <laughs> oh, there's the Saints. We could probably <laughs> do what we want to them. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to fleece them again. So I don't know. Um, I would bank against it. <laughs> <laughs> Go with, uh, see if we can make a trade with the, uh, Make a trade with the Colts and Steichen. Colts at 162. Yep. It's a good job on how to use this thing, isn't it? It is, yeah. Right. We want 62. What are you giving back, Tony? Um, so my mocks, I just force trades. No, I'm kidding. Um <laughs> 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 give them give them 219. And give them what round are we in? Round five. Give them a round four pick in 2025. See what that does. 2025? Yeah. Legally. You're all in. All right. Yep. Offer the trade. Accepted. Okay. Let's go. What we got left on the board here, Mick? Some cornerbacks and safeties. Isn't that funny? Well, you got you got some running backs there as well. We do. Tackle. Is that a position you've got in mind here? Yeah. <laughs> and it's not um, there. <laughs> well, scroll up. Yeah. Yeah. Scroll up. <laughs> <laughs> I already hate this graph for everybody that's watching online. <laughs> um, let's see. You got Corey Trice, cornerback Purdue. You got Starling Thomas V, cornerback. You got Marty Mapu, safety out of Sacramento State. Yeah, I've seen, a lot of people, I've seen a lot of people uh, projecting the guy from Sacramento State as a potential outside linebacker because of his size. Um, and, and there's nothing wrong with picking up two safeties given the, the personnel we have at the moment. Yeah. Even with I mean, who brought I mean, in. So I don't mind I, at that. one point, you and I could have auditioned for a position yeah. of safety. Exactly. So. Well, maybe before COVID, but <laughs> <laughs> or after the um, wedding, I'm both will I'll be the same way after before and after both. I don't know that honeymoon might hit you hard. So. Matt Mills, prime punter territory, lads. <laughs> I don't know about giving away a future fourth to then sign a punter though. That no, feels a bit just, wrong. Is that guy? Is that guy that was accused of rape still out there? So. Oh God, no. Well, oh yeah, uh, I think he's. They said he was going to play for a Mexican team, didn't they, at one point? Well, that makes Point sense. So, sorry, not to offend anybody yeah. out there from Mexico. So. No, no. He, yeah, he, yeah he, he, he's out there, but I don't think anyone's picking him up, obviously. For <laughs> Scroll up. Let me see something, Mick. Keep going. Keep going a little bit. Keep going. 
So you got Broderick like... Martin. Yeah. Scroll. Um... Sound like my missus here. Keep going. Actually, go to LB real quick. Scroll to the position linebacker. I know we hate the position as an organization. So I don't think we hate it that much that we wouldn't mind a pickup at 162, though. Well, no, no. Uh, I'm a Ventrell Miller out of Florida. Yeah, I'm a little biased here. Um, I do Troy like Vin- Brown. I do like Ventrell. I like Ventrell's experience. Uh-huh. Let's let's roll the dice here. Give me Ventrell at 162. Ventrell. Right before I do, right, I'm getting shit for talking about my guys in Notre Dame, and you've drafted two Gator players. <laughs> So let's just have that out there. <laughs> yeah, well, guess what? The SEC is a little different than whoever independent Notre Dame plays or ACC temporarily. Because <laughs> they, they think they're so much better than everybody. Yeah. Until they make a playoff game and get blown out every time. So. <laughs> I'm just letting you, I'm just letting you ride out. I already hate the draft for those. I listeners. think you've had enough time in this draft anyway, Tony. I mean, I'm surprised we've got any listeners still uh, watching us. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I need a drink. I need to keep up with you boys. Um, yeah, you got to tackle here, uh, Trevor Reed. If you're if you're on the bandwagon that some people are, that Jeff Stoutland can turn – Mile out is around willy nilly. You, you got him there. You got an edge. You haven't picked up any edge rushers. Um, at the moment, you got a couple there. Caleb Murphy's one. Scroll up, Mick, there a second. You've also got um, uh, Tiver- yet yeah, Tavares Robinson, uh, tackle Trevor Reed, another linebacker. Got a few options there. Scroll up. Uh, let's go with. Um, I actually like him a little bit. But we are in round seven, so yeah. Um, scroll down a tiny bit, Mick. Sorry, did you see down or up? Down, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ah. down. All right, stay right there. That's the spot. <laughs> so you're looking at K. Tom Thompson, wide receiver. I'm taking heat for Notre Dame, man. I'm not listening to this. Uh, yeah, Listen, line, Rick, Rick. I will draft every Notre Dame player on the fucking board if I want to when it comes to my turn. All right, Jake. All right, Tony. They, uh, all right, Liam. All right, Phil. Go they're Irish. Calling you, they're calling you out. So. <laughs> I've not said a damn thing about that. Nor have I. <laughs> I don't care. They're calling you out. Florida is different than Notre Dame. Man. All right, come on, Tony. What are you doing? All right, Pick sorry, seven. sorry. Um... Let's scroll up. I'm not taking shorter if anybody's wondering. So scroll up. (laughs) Uh, Give me. Scroll down a little bit. Trebius Robinson. Trebius Robinson. Caleb Chandler. Let's let's roll SEC. Give me Robinson. I I will draft everybody from the SEC, man. So edge rusher out of Mississippi. Beautiful. So, just to probably got an F. F. (laughs) (laughs) Just to be clear. Oh, hang on. Let's see what you got here. Hang on. What we got? D C C plus. Beautiful. Beautiful. (laughs) Should have had a few more Notre Dame players there. So, just to do a recap there, um, (laughs) as we're all still alive, I hope people are still listening. Kalijah Kansi, defensive tackle, pick number ten. Osiris Johnson, right guard, pick thirty. 
Garrett William, Garrett Williams, quarterback, pick sixty-two. Um, Anthony Johnson Jr., pick ninety-four out of Ohio State, uh, reaching for Ventrell Miller, linebacker. At 162 after trading away a future fourth. Not sure how that one's going to get down when we look at this at the end. And then finally, uh, Tavius Robinson, the edge rusher out of Mississippi. Um, so C plus, Tony G, thank you, my friend. We will also, um, please, if you could send us through your favorite mock draft that you've done, we will release that on Twitter as well. So you can you can share what 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 kind of draft you like. You, we can't see that on screen, but if you if you send it through, we'll save you some face and get your uh, your, your favorite book. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good stuff. I fancy a roll, Mick. You want to dial me in? Yes. Let's or should do we it. take it? Do we, do, we, do we need to take a little break, or is everyone? No, all right? we do not need, need to, to take a break. Mick, Mick would like right. to draft Manti Manti Teo again and his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, oh, go yeah. on then. I I will go for my mock draft. Deal me in, pick ten, seven rounds. I promise I will take half the time Tony did. Okay, let's <laughs> enter the draft. This is Liam's mock draft. I might do some trades there. Who knows? Well, remember to shoot shoot quickly if you want to trade up because it does go fast. I'll wait till ten. All right, right what we got? Who's, who's the first nine that have gone there on the board? Let me have a little look here. It so. is the same as Tony's board. It is the same as Tony's board. Okay, have a little scroll down there for me. We got Quinton Johnson, wide receiver. Uh, Christian Gonzalez. I'm not taking a wide receiver here. I like Kalajic Kansi, but I'm not going to go the same. Lucas Van Ness at 10. I'm going to see my trade options, please, Mick. I'm going to have a little look at what trade options are available for me there. I want to look down to so click on the drop down. I want to see what other teams are available. I'm gonna go with ooh, can't see there. Mick, you got got over options there at twelve. I can have a little look at. Do you want to trade with the Texans at twelve? No, no, no. Just click on it and see whatever they're available there. I'll have a little look. If you click on it, it'll open up. I have. You can trade with anyone, Liam. Oh, oh, normally it shows you who else you can do. Is there any available at 17? Yep, Pittsburgh at 17. Let's go Pittsburgh at 17. Let's go for that. We'll trade 10. See if we can pick up... See what, see what, see what 32 does. No. No chance. All right, let's go 49. Okay, I'm, ha I'm, I'm happy with that. that. I'm happy with that. Let's go. Let's see if the Steelers are happy with that. They are happy with that. All right, okay, let's go. I picked up another second rounder there. I'm pretty happy with that. Seventeen. Okay, he's so going to okay. Gonzalez went. Gonzo went. Yeah. GSN went. Yeah. Because Van Ness, Paris Johnson, Quentin Johnson, Cansey, and Joey Porter. Jr. I was hoping Paris Johnson Jr. was going to be there for me at pick ten. So we got Deontay Banks. I'm not going to tight end. Brian Branch. That's very tempting. I'm not going white. I'm not a big fan. Brian Breeze, it could go. All right, I'm going to go. Um, I like my guy here. He's one of my favorite edge, edge rushers in the draft. Give me Nolan Smith, edge rusher out of Georgia at pick 17. Georgia Dogs. You are a Philadelphia Eagle. I really would love to see him in kelly green this year i think he the, the the athleticism he has really excites me 
the bursts, he's going to get into the backfield when you think that we've got Sweat and Redick on the edge already and you've got Graham coming in on the rotation. I, I mean, Sacadelphia, man. Get, give me Smith. Give me Nolan Smith. I like it. Right. Well. We got... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was just stopping Battle Royale 3 downstairs between the cats. And the oh, yeah. So I generally I, thought I, I was ger- going to see blood. <laughs> oh no! Um, so just to, I, I made a trade um, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So pick ten, traded out for pick seventeen, and pick I think forty nine, something like that. So um, I'm now at pick thirty. Ooh, Anton Harrison is still available at pick thirty. Tackle out of Oklahoma. That is very tempting. Not going to Manuel Forbes, Massey Smith out of Michigan, maybe. I like Dale and Jones as well. Don't need Oalari. Cyrus Torrance could go as well. I feel like a Cyrus Torrance is the... Scroll up, Mick. Go back to the very top there a second. Click on Anton Harrison there. What age have we got on Anton? I can't remember what age he is. First look should show you. 21. 21. Yeah. 21. All right. I'm, I've said this before. Um, I, said, I like them young. Um, I, li- I like my draft picks young. I like to give them time to develop. I think he's, he's a, he's a top 25 um, draft pick on most people's boards. He's six foot four. He's 315 pounds. He's got good size. His technique is decent. It will get a lot better. And with Jeff Stoutland at the helm, I think that um, Anton Harrison is a great pickup at 30, and I'm delighted with both of those picks. Give me the edge rusher. Give me the tackle. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Anton Harrison. You are a Philadelphia Eagle. There's some comments there about Charbonnet bringing in a, a running back. Is, yeah. I think they meant 62 there. I think 62 was mentioned. Okay, what do we got here? Uh, 49, so this is the pick that I traded away for. Um, okay. Tariq Stevenson, maybe. Julius Brents, I like Julius Brents quite a lot. Cody Mark as well, but no point getting him now. Garrett Williams now, fly back up, please, Mick. Right to the top. I'm in between i'm gonna go cornerback here because uh, i think we need the depth <clears throat> and I, I feel like this is a good position to develop one but i'm torn between tyreek stevenson and julius brents click on tyreek stevenson there for me mick just quickly get a first look 22 years very six foot 198 pounds all right let me have a little look at the Athletic profile of uh, Brent's as well. I'm really getting a workout in this podcast today. That got uh, <laughs> first look 23.26 foot three, too tall for me for a cornerback. Won't have the same pace. All right, yeah, I'm ready to go. I'm going quarterback. Um, I'm not going Julius Brent's. I'm going to go Tyreek Stevenson. I like what he's done in Florida. Um, and I think best player on the board for the Philadelphia Eagles at this pick. Wonderful. Tyreek Stevenson. Dun, 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 dun. There we go. 62. Yeah, don't need don't want a wide receiver, don't want a quarterback, don't want a don't want a cornerback now either. Don't want an edge rusher. 
again, don't need quarterback. I could go edge again, double down and go Andre Carter. I like Andre Carter out, out of Army and um but I think it's it's um it's fairly easy for me to be honest. I think the Eagles are short at running back after they've let Miles Sanders go. Um I like what the chat said. He is available here at 62. His ADP is 62, his rank is 60. It makes sense for the Eagles if he is still there on the board, especially with picking up that extra second round pick. Um I'm thinking of needs for the Philadelphia Eagles here. Give me Zach Charbonnet out of UCLA, please. Locked in. Liam's having a, a draft, man. <laughs> Comment the comments are lighting up on this one. They're loving it. I like that. I like that. Good pick name, Nolan Smith. Oh yeah, I'm getting a bit of okay, I'm getting a bit of niceness on the on the live. I like this live. Yeah, listen, this listen, live listen, listen, people listening and watching the podcast. Liam <laughs> does not need his ego <laughs> stroked. He does it's the last thing that he, that, that Liam needs. So just <laughs> I'll be good. I'll be good. All right. I'm going to go rapid through these. I'm going to go rapid through these. So uh, where we're at now, we're at pick 94. Um, I think it's pretty easy for me. Uh, I think I've already got it, but scroll down a couple more. Keep going. Don't need another half. No inferior defensive tackle, but perhaps. Yeah, no, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with a similar pick to Tony here. Um, Go right back to the top there. Give me Robinson. Um, safety, um, uh, sorry, Anthony Johnson, I should say, junior safety at about Ohio State. It's another need for us. Uh, I don't know why he's dropped as much as he had, as just mentioned. I feel like this is a good pickup for the Eagles and it's a need for them as well. I'm going on needs here and best players available, and, and I'll, I'll take Anthony Johnson, junior here. Nice 94. Right, rapid fire all the way to pick 219. I think I wonder if we can speed this up as it goes. Ah, it's all right. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, look at this. Love that. And we stop the wheel. How many so. best player available? Position of need. Scroll down again. Yeah, I like I like Mikel Jones out of Syracuse. Um, give me linebacker Mikel Jones out of Syracuse as well. Done. Here, late pick in the round. And then finally, with the last pick, a luxury pick here. Give me a luxury pick. Yeah, give me Katon Thompson, wide receiver out of Virginia. Bit of depth, right. fight 40, you know, wide receiver four role for the Eagles. Um, I like that a lot. What are we what are we reckon on the grading then, chaps? Uh, I think C. You'll get it. C. B. B I just three. realized that my mic and camera was off, but B. <laughs> oh, you're all good. I'll take a B. I'll take a B, folks. Um, I'm gonna pause there, and then Mick, I will pass it over to you, sir. Oh, hold on. Let me download your image so I can stitch these together after the podcast. I uh, I definitely love that that pick at uh, 49. With the trade, Tyreek Stevenson. Yeah, I, I can't I can't claim you know an awful lot about him, but I, I do like what you've done here, Liam. It's, I think you've 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 covered pretty much. And Zach, Zach's, good, Zach's a good running back. 
See, there's Thompson. That's the guy I thought about. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you watch the swap drafts with the alien, I think. Yeah, when you publish the mocks, use use one of my more professional ones. <laughs> <laughs> right. Shall we enter the draft one more time? Um, I think I'll head on to this one. So let's go, everybody. I'm just going to start stirring stuff up. Because it's a little early here, but I thought I'd join you guys. Sponsored by America. <laughs> Sponsored by America. America. Thank you, America. Thank you. Uh, okay, so the top top tech picks are all the same because we've not changed the settings. So, um, Notre Dame, Notre Dame, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Where, where is Mike Mayer? Where is Mike Mayer? How far down is he? I'm going, going, grab him, going, get him. I love him. I need him. Um, no, I think you know what? I've, I've said it in previous podcasts. I love Gonzo. I just, I do. And our corner backroom in Wilst, you know, we've extended Slayer a little bit. We have given age. a contract to James Bradbury. But age, yeah, exactly, Tony. <laughs> you, you just hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Age. And we need someone who's going to backfill that position, especially the next couple of years. Um, and he can he can learn off of these veterans well, whilst he comes in. Because, I mean, I'll be really going to ride with... Um, some of the guys that how he just picks up off the street because that's what we've been trying to ride with in recent years and it doesn't work. So let's get a premium pick, a premium position. Let's draft Gonzo, Gonzo season, Gonzo season, Gonzo I like, season. I like that. Big I thought about <laughs> that. So yeah, it was it was too obvious. I think for hold on a second. Liam was complaining about me taking forever yet he was pulling up athletic profiles on most of the guys <laughs> oh, we thought you wouldn't notice that <laughs> of course i noticed it <laughs> we just we just uh yeah we just did that um i mean i've right. not seen gonzalez there at 10 on many mock drafts i've done so i think you're quite lucky that he's uh he's been there so he's been in every one we've done unbelievable not, for, not tonight yeah but not not in the ones that i've done maybe because i've had the Slide is different. I don't know, but it could be. It very well could be. Um, there's a there's a lot going Oops. on with pick thirty. Uh, there's a lot of guys left on the board that look quite tantalizing. Um, Osiris Torrance. I love that pick that you made, Tony. I really do. Um, but just to sort of steer away from sure. the same guys and all that sort of thing, I think I'm I'm going to go in a different direction. Um, totally, totally fine. I possibly, just possibly off of our our concept with Lyman. That's basically what I went with. That's it. I mean, we we all know how much Howie Roseman loves his Lyman, and well, my draft so far isn't going with that mo of his. But you know, apparently the last couple of drafts, he he has liked a few corners in the draft, and he's tried to get his guys. Um, I think we were in for certain at one point, or possibly JC Horn, but they went too early, or we couldn't pay the price for them. So. Um, we ended up where we were. Um, anyway, waffling on. So, with the second pick, I'm going to go for Jameer Gibbs from Alabama. I know that is a luxury pick. He's a running back. You don't tend to take these guys in the first round, but you know what? We are in a position where the Eagles just left a Super Bowl, and maybe the running back position won't change the outcome of that Super Bowl in particular. But 
We have lost Mel Sanders. We have um, a couple, picked up a couple of, you know, how he's throwing darts at the board trying to... With, yeah, I mean... Penny. And I think if we could do with some some youth in there, um, Boston Scott's getting a bit older as well. And uh, and it's also a pass-catching option, something that we've not really got on the team. We've used Gainwell a bit in that field, but um, we didn't yeah, use Sanders you know, at all. Mick, not to cut you off real quick, but you guys know in some of my mocks, I, got, I had a pipe dream and I tried to trade up from 30 into the late teens and draft the, our boy from Texas. I know that's unrealistic, but God, I would love that. <laughs> that would be sexy, wouldn't it? <laughs> I wonder where Bijan actually went. Let me just check, actually. <laughs> he's off the board, but how high he did is, he go? He's incredible. I can't so. find him. Uh, maybe I've missed it. Most oh, there he is. Oh, he went to the yeah. Giants. Oh, catastrophe. <laughs> what have you done, Mick? What have you done? They don't, need, they don't need... They've got Saquon Barkley. They yeah, they him. just yeah. <laughs> That's safe. That's safe. All right, Jameer Gibbs, give it, give it to me. I love Jameer Gibbs. Um, I'm so not does sure my father. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> Although he did drop a he did drop a, a fairly simple catch in the um, the workouts uh, when That's he was okay. ball. But, he was yeah. just doing that so he would slip down the draft and the Eagles could take him. That's the only reason he's done that. So, <laughs> so I've been told. Um, it was so evident. Like, I think I've said it before. It was so evident the difference in quality between Bijan Robinson and Jamar Gibbs when they were doing all the drills. Like it was just chalk and cheese. Them compared to everyone else. Sorry, go ahead, Nick. No, not at all. It's fine. Um, so with my next pick, round two, pick thirty-one. Um, I've already taken a cornerback. I've already taken a running back. Let's go with. An edge player. I feel like we have to hit a line somewhere, or how he will explode into a thousand pieces. Um, I really, I really like Andre Carter from Army. Um, I think you mentioned him in your mock draft, Liam. I did, yeah. Um, he had a monster season. Um, not this year past, but the season before. I think he racked up a tremendous amount of sacks. Um. And, you know, he's got that dog in him as well. He's coming out of a program like Army. He's hard as nails, six, believe me. Seven as well on the edge. Six, which is six seven, is he? Let me just look yeah. at this pretty quickly. Let's first look. That's, well, registered at 6'6". Six, you could be six, right. Six, yeah. Um, yeah. Senior, give me him all day. I think I like that. Um, Andre Carter, let's, let's get him in the midnight green. He had, um, over the last two seasons, he had 11 sacks and 52 hurries. Uh, sorry, 19 sacks, 11 hits, and 52 hurries wow. over the last two seasons. So, seriously, seriously good stats from Andre Carter. Love I'm not that. too old for me to be worried. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 age do you start getting worried? <laughs> uh, it hits 23, and I'm a no-go, personally. <laughs> Unless it's a quarterback. You hit 23, 20... 23 and a half years old. I'm starting to wonder why it's taking you so long to get to the draft. Have you just had one good season where you think you can make it? And I'm also thinking about the years wasted. If you get them at 20, 21, 22, much more chance for them to be productive uh, for a longer period of time. Yeah. Sorry, I was just scrolling down the options for pick um, 94 we're at on the board. And I noticed a couple of guys who um, have fallen dramatically. Um, from where they were projected over maybe even just 
one year ago. Um, Eli Ricks, who, you know, the cornerback, he was previously LSU before he transferred to Alabama. His stock has just plummeted since. Uh, they were talking about, you know, Eli Ricks being the next Stingley. Um, they came up in the same program together. Um, but again, like I said, he's just fallen off a cliff. And then Keyshawn Boutte as well, LSU wide receiver. Um touted as one of the top wide receivers in the class and again he has nosedived um we see him here at overall rank 108 i mean this guy were it was talked about being in the top 50 you know um and here we are sitting in the the back end of round three do you think think eli ricks has dropped down as due to the fact that he's only played 15 games over the last two years yeah injuries going on there yes various injuries it's that's a shame um i mean um, he's he's only conceded one touchdown you know Sorry, he's only conceded three touchdowns his entire college career so not bad <laughs> not I'm bad a big, if you can get it big parker washington fan by the way parker washington i was looking at a couple of i was i was looking at Jaden and i was really thinking about it he can play anywhere um nick I uh, know this is your draft, but just scroll up. Here goes quick. Tony again. No, 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 no. no I like you it. guys have me on here every year, so this is <laughs> I would like it. I like it. Horrible. Yeah, people yeah, are gonna yeah, be like, but I'll just, here. I'm just here to drink whiskey, and that's, so. that's all I'm here for. No, just scroll up real quick, Nick. Mick. I said yeah. Nick. Mick. Whatever. <laughs> uh, Ro- Roshan Johnson. I don't know if you guys saw that, but he's getting uh, some hype now. He's getting a lot of visits with teams. So, mm. would you like to see him at the Eagles? I mean, he's a power back. We haven't had one of them in a while. Uh-huh. So, no, we know our, our friend Ali would love a love a power back. But <laughs> might, I've already drafted a running back. I absolutely cannot. We might need one. one if they outlaw the push after next year. So. <laughs> Matt Mills says, uh, J- "Jaden Reed, go Spartans." <laughs> I was thinking about it, Matt. Um, Jaden Reed is is a player, and I think we do need a wide receiver three in this building because um, Quez uh, has lost the job for me. Um, he could lose it in a camp battle, but we'll see. Um, I'm going... I, I think I'm going to go Byron Young, defensive and interior, Alabama. Um, again, it's how he's MO and getting defensive interior as a, a premium position. Um, it might be a bit of a you may say it's a reach, but I think he's a, a, a excellent talent. And he's a school pickup as well. He, how he likes. To yeah, if you're coming out of the SEC with a, yeah. a true pass it, pass rush grade as high as it is, just give me these guys all day. These guys are monsters. Keep the factory rolling. You know it. But there was a few guys there that you know really, really. Quick question: I'm going to interject here while we're going to. Well, we'll go to two nineteen. Sorry, Mick. Didn't mean to cut across you. Um, Tony, Jalen Carter. He's there at ten. Are you picking him? <laughs> that's not a question for me. That's a question for Howie. That's true. That's true. But he's on the board. What do I think if he's there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I think they take him. I I think you go off of talent. I know he didn't have a great pro day, but I think you go off. Of well, he had a terrible up. pro day. Wasn't not yeah, but how many guys ball. have good pro days and are terrible in the pros? I mean, he looked well, like he was going to pass out halfway well, through. Will Levis is throwing the ball through the roof and looks jacked, and I still don't think he's going to be a great quarterback. So, no, well, there's a lot of people who are saying he hasn't had very many good interviews. 
uh, in terms of the IQ side of the ball. So. I mean, he loves doing TikTok. That's all I know. So. Yeah. He <laughs> has got a ridiculous arm, though. I think I saw him throw nearly 80 yards on one throw. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I can't even throw 40. <laughs> yeah, and yet he still sat behind Sean Clifford for three years. So. Wow. Wow. Who somehow graduated in year eight. So <laughs> unbelievable. What was that film called where he kept something wilder? Van Wilder. There you go. Yeah. Oh, is that that one with uh, Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. 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 Very own, very own Ryan Reynolds from Van Wilder is Sam Clifford. <laughs> there you go. All right, I need to get this draft over. We can one phone needs his turn. So um I think in particular <laughs> feels like now nah, I'm good. Round seven is just throwing doubts. So I'm really not terribly bothered about who we pick it in round seven, to be honest with you. I won't even watch day three of the draft. So um I'm gonna take Lonnie Phelps, Kansas, and uh whoever's left it two four eight, we can pick someone up. I'm sure that's here or hereabouts. Well, let's take a tackle that can that that stout you can turn into a, a all pro player. <laughs> Mick, I don't suppose you've taken screenshots of all these drafts at the end, have you? I have downloaded them each time. Matey. Well gotcha. Yeah. D plus pirate. C C plus. <laughs> I got a D for my Jameer Gibbs shout, but <clears throat> You know what? That's, if we get, that's if we get this guy in, I'll what take does it. PFF know anyway? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I like I like your first. I don't know what? much about Lonnie <laughs> Phelps or, Tra- or Trevor Reed. No, I like the first four picks. I'm not sure I'd go Jamar Gibbs at thirty personally. I don't think he'll so he'll be drafted that high. But I like that, Andre I like Carter too. Um, but also, I don't know. Like, I still see him even slipping more because I think people still have question marks on the level of competition he played. Um, I know the, you know, the measurements are there and he's kind of a freak sized athlete and people are concerned that he couldn't put on more weight because he was doing all his military training, which Phil understands. Um, they think he'll put on more weight now. I know. I didn't didn't do anything. I didn't, I haven't really done anything in years. Uh, now I'm retired and, uh, um, yeah, so no, I like the I like the first four picks, like uh, Liam said. Yeah, so. yeah, I love Christian Gonzalez, uh, and if we can pick him up and he can play a little bit this season and then develop into one of the best cornerbacks in the league, then I think that's fantastic for the birds. I just don't know whether how he's going to go that high now that we've locked down both Bradbury and Slade this year, but I don't know shit so. <laughs> Who knows? No one does. That's the that's the <laughs> that's why everyone loves mock draft draft season because exactly. we just pull out all these um, ideas. I would love him. And, and if we picked him, I would love him. Yeah, yeah. How he, he does so... how he does. He'll probably trade all the picks away and we'll sign. Now there is a player in the draft called Amos. Yeah, Amos is he a corner? <laughs> Am I right in saying he's a cornerback? Oh, that's your cat's name, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> It is. Did you not know where I was going with this? <laughs> Who is he? Come on, I hope some of us know. puts more thought in his draft picks than that. Well, um, all right, Phil, are you ready yeah. to begin the draft? <laughs> before, you, before you start, before you start, Mitch, prepare to um, press pause immediately because I want to trade up to the number one pick and get B. John Robinson. 
<laughs> I can make the trade right now. I'm on board. No, no. <laughs> no, Look, I'm not. My 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 mock draft is not going to come anywhere near as close to well thought out as you guys. So I might as well trade up for the one number one pick for Bijan anyway. But no, um, this is going to be more akin to your your missus picking a horse at the uh, at the annual race meet that you go to because she likes the name of the the horse and thinks it's oh, going to win her loads of money. You got me. You're better than that. Come on. I've got to set the floor low, Liam, because if I'd somehow pull out of the park, then I can claim that I'm a genius. Um, anyway, let's get this show on the road, Nicholas. Let's do it. And it's exacting board. This is good because it levels the playing field here. Yeah, no, I suppose it does. Oh, so it's going to be hard to go past Gonzalo, is it? There, but do you, I tell you what, actually... No, go to the go to trade. I want to go back to the Patriots. I still think the Eagles could go Paris Johnson Jr. at ten. I know he's go back to the Patriots. Yes. Where are the what, what do you think of that, Tony? Fourteen, I think. Oh, 14. Thank you. What do I think of that? Paris Johnson Jr. at ten. Tackle. I mean, it's a possibility. I I personally don't see it, but it definitely is. It's not. Make make the trade for me, mate. Give me give me some money. It's not incomparable at all, Liam. So. What do you want? I, do you want? I reckon you get forty six for that. You reckon? No. I've been thinking more seventy six, but he um, did more, he did more and maybe a future, maybe a future third or fourth, About something like that. One seventeen, maybe as well. I'd say. I'm not. I'm not asked about the trade. You guys make you it more? even. I just want to. It's up to you. Yeah, give me one. Give me one seventeen and a, and a twenty twenty five fourth round by fourth rounder. You want to send the fourth back? Yeah. No, he wants one. No, I think he's want to send one back. He won't oh, get okay. another pick. Um. It's 92, so uh, you know what? We'll just do it. Let's just yeah. do it. Yeah. It's a hypothetical for another day. All right. Like so it. we're at 14. Oh, I just missed Paris Johnson Jr. You mm. missed Gonzo, GSN, Luke Van Ness, and Paris. I still think Roll you're well placed here because Cansey's on the board. Yeah, that's what I was kind of looking at. Go for Cansey. Keep, just keep going then before you. I'm not going to change your mind, but just keep. I just want to see who else is there. Brian Brown. Why is Kincaid so high? That's ridiculous. Mm. Joey Porter, oh, Brian Branch is a great mm. shout there as well. Um, yeah, interesting. I'm a love no. Nolan Smith. We'll go for Cancy. I'm not going to overthink it, Mick. I'm not going to drag this out like the rest of them. You like both oh. Clemson boys, don't you, Mick? Yes, I do. It's a travesty that they're so far down on the board. Mm. I was actually close to taking Miles Murphy at 10 um, Mick, on this travel. You know, South Bend's in the other direction, right? <laughs> all right um yeah, no more not Sl- slander on this uh podcast or you will be kicked off um all right can't <laughs> Clyde, can say is a philadelphia eagle all right folks oh Damn it. I like Mazzy Smith. Old Jolari's there as well. And Osiris Torrance and Dylan Jones. Similar boards. Mm. Got, don't worry about going any further down, Mick. I'm not going that far down. Right. Um, yeah. I think Torrance, I think, sounds good. I like I like the pick for 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 Tony earlier. Yeah. Osiris. He's a great player. Mm. There's a lot of good players. I'm quite happy with the trade, to be honest. It's given us quite a few few yeah. options, but I think generally um, the guard position is definitely a need. 
Lock in. Yes, lock it in. It wasn't a bad accent there, Phil, to be fair. Yes, it was. <laughs> it's because I've been on the I've been on the biscuit. Turns me Scottish. Um, I know nothing about Tanner McKee. Does anyone on this? Like groundskeeper Willie. <laughs> Does anyone know anything about Tanner McKee? I I haven't seen relevant Stanford football since Andrew Luck. So right, okay. Scroll down a little bit, Mick. <laughs> I like Nick Herberg from Wisconsin. This is probably the the worst podcast anyone's going to have to listen to. Not watching live on TV. <laughs> scroll down please scroll down please yeah and, i know uh, can i see linebacker position please mm. can i can i see his uh <laughs> his third year third grade grades from 1998 um uh, i can't look past charbonnet but i'm really struggling to not go for him but i think so from defensive end uh attack guard and then this is so this is so tempting. Um, no, screw it. I'm going Charbonnet. I'm going out yeah. there. I know I'm ignoring what's out there. You no, I, 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 wanted, I want Bijan. Sorry, I mate, up, you, you take what you want. I picked up Chardonnay, Chardonnay there too. Right. Yeah, I'm just copying all you guys. I'm just taking... <laughs> oh, Williams is still there. Lovely. Yeah, that's a big pick up there. Williams, please. I like Nick Herberg edge as well at Wisconsin. Are you going mm. Williams on this pick? Yes. Yes. All right. Yes. Let's lock it in then. Garrett Williams, Syracuse. Is that three times he's been picked up by all, by four of us? At least. I think me, Tony, I, and I, Phil I all picked him up. I think you were the only one who didn't, Mick. Because I took Gonzo. Yeah, so I think I need to be looking at Edge, but. I have no. This is where my knowledge comes in. It's just going to be position and. Best well, Carl player. Brooks is a great shout there. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. I like KJ Henry, but I prefer Carl Brooks. I, I am a fan of uh, Moro from Texas defensive line, but. Ojima. Mm-hmm. Mm. Not not at that pick, but. Yeah, this isn't no. my mark. <laughs> I know, but believe me, I have no um, knowledge of any of these players. Um, it, I is, think it is, but it's it true. It is his it little is. brother, Matt. Yeah, it is. Nick Herberg is Nate's little brother. Go up, Nick. Go back up. Ooh, Tank yeah. Bigsby. If you hadn't already I, taken yeah, he was Charbonnet. I love Tank. Yeah. No, I think I'm going to go for, if you scroll up, Mick, I think it was Brooks. Carl Brooks, Bowling Green, Edge. Great shout. Yeah. Let's get him in here, you're a ragamuffin. And one second. I think he's got a high ceiling, Brooks. I like this draft, Phil. This is is looking good. I think I've got the worst of the lot here. Uh, Tony's was pretty bad too. I've already gone. Through, yeah. <laughs> I won't. I won't be back next year. I won't be back next year. Your own Anthony phone, Johnson Jr. Please, I'm just Anthony Johnson him as Jr. I'm only. I'm only going on the degrading, Mick. You know, C plus C plus B. You know, a British and Irish Eagles favorite. <laughs> was it you gave Howie's off? So you gave Howie's free agency. You gave him a B plus, didn't you? And I gave him the yeah. C plus. B plus is performing above expectations in yeah. most respects. Absolutely. 
and I think just he's done an all right. Just below an A. It's just below an A. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I we just have different experiences of grading, so. Yeah, I can't believe Mix at like on par was a B plus. Ridiculous. Bam, bam, I never bam, said bam. it was on par. You just took it as that, but nah, you did. I didn't. <laughs> okay. Michael Jones, I think, from Syracuse. Michael Jones? Yeah, can I go linebacker on this one? Yeah. I think there's been a, yeah, yeah. We've, I think a few of us have picked him up as well. Yeah, I'm just going for the way to, no, it's point. just, it's, it's, where the, it's where the board falls. Like, um, but considering we're, we're all using the same settings, it's, yeah, it's likely it's going to fall like this. Uh, scroll down. I haven't picked up a wide receiver, and I'm very conscious of that. But Elijah Higgins there, but Stanford player Tony, Justin Shorter at Florida. Tony, what do you reckon? I will, I will never. I notice Michael Wilson always is there in the like second, third round. I will never take another Stanford wide receiver. What about short? What about shorter at a, at a bummed. The Gators? No. 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 Give me, <laughs> give me defense from the Gators. That's about it. And. Oh, app, sorry, and Torrance. So, yeah. Mm. I mean, it's they're all darts here. Yeah, yeah it is. Still... It, but this just go shorter. I like. I like the name. <laughs> <laughs> Quality analysis here in the draft. If I get the best grade, I'll be in round seven. Come on, he'll get an A plus. Watch. B plus. No, because I'll get a bad grade. A minus. Oh, that means a I take. Oh, no, B plus. Oh, yeah. I just gave you a shorter there. I pumped you up to a B plus there right at the end with that pick. <laughs> Fuck. I'm very, I'm very surprised Carl Brooks fell to the third round. Yeah. He's so. a good player. Yeah. He's a very good player. It's well, a good it's, it's a very good draft, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kalijah Kansia, Cyrus Torrance, Zach Char Charbonnet, um, Garrett Williams, Carl Brooks, Anthony Johnson Jr., Mick. Mikel Jones and Justin Shorter. I mean, yeah, that's that's a very good draft. It's addressing a few needs, I suppose. Mm. I like it. Best draft then, boys? Me or Phil? <laughs> <laughs> Let's put it to a poll on Twitter, shall Let's we? Let's do a poll. At some point. Let's do a poll. That sounds good. That sounds, that sounds good. good. Um, Tony, you, uh, we've done some mock drafts there. Um, let's yeah. get your your... You, your pick ten, uh, if your player's there, and your pick your pick thirty, your player's there. Who who are you taking a ten? Like in your ideal world. Who, in who my ideal, in my ideal world. In in your um, ideal realistic world, I mean, you know, we're, we're yeah. Not no, I mean, I like like what Mick said in his drafts, even with Gonzo. If he's there, the talent's there. I think you pick best available, but again. The way I did it in ours and Phil kind of followed suit is just, you know, the priority in our in our on our team has always been since Andy Reid. And I think that's where Hallie learned it from is you always invest in your lines first and foremost. So, you know, if Jalen falls, I didn't think it's a no brainer that that's who they go for. Uh, if Chancey's there, I think that's a realistic possibility. Um, you know, I also like um, Nolan that you had in, in your first round, um, any of those guys. But I think it could be an edge or a defensive lineman. And then the second round, like I said, if Torrance is there, that's ideal. 
um, unless somebody else falls out of the first round. Uh, depending. You mean on you mean you mean the second pick thirty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, if somebody slips, um, I think in the ideal scenario for the birds would be for Bichon. It's not going to happen, but if he somehow, because everybody is so suspect on, you know, the shelf life of a running back, they're like, my friend even told me, and it was a good comparison. uh, Running backs nowadays are like K cups. You just trade them in and out after four or five years. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, I, I could, he could fall because everybody's like, well, you'll get four years out of him. Five. Where are you jumping to get him, Tony? What, what, how far right. does he need to fall to where you move up from 30 to go grab him? Because uh, he ain't getting to 30. No. I think early 20s. Mm. Depending 20, on what. 20, 23? 22, 23. Mm. Um, I think if he's there, if, if the move's right, I think you go and do it because I don't think Penny's a long-term solution. We already know it's healthy. You give up, you give up pick 62 to, to jump into. Potentially. If you're trying to win now and this team's supposed to still win now, you you go and get a guy that could change the whole entire output. Yeah. No offense to Miles Sanders, but this guy can entirely, can entirely change the entire offense with what he can do. Uh-huh. Um, and you're only opening up more opportunities for our boys on the outside. So, And you look at the offensive line we have at the moment. Stout and he gets to run behind the best offensive line in football by a mile. So... I think you you do the move if it's right. So Jalen Carter at ten, you move up to pick twenty two. If Jalen falls, I don't if see him falls. falls. But this if, is an ideal world, and it's relatively realistic that he yeah. can fall ten with yeah. all of the off field. I think that's who they on. have their their sights set on as a potential fall. Um, I definitely think they have ears on the ground on that situation. Um, do you think they move up to like eight if he's there? Potentially. Potentially, I don't think they move any further than that, knowing what no. the cost might be. But and the quarterbacks that'll be available and stuff. Yeah, they wouldn't, so they I mean, it, it all depends on how it plays out. Like I said, and and then what falls to thirty or in the late twenties. If Bichon's there, then you you make you make the move. If if you're if you're all in, you make the move. Um, he's that kind of talent. You haven't had a running back like him come out in quite a few years. Saquon, um, basically, probably Saquon. Um, and yeah, so I think you do it in an ideal world. That would be that would be the dream scenario. Other than that, I just see us investing in in the line, whether DT edge rusher, you know, and then the offensive line, and then going from there on the rest of the inputs. And I think you know you make a move for a safety, at least one of them early on in rounds two or three, wow. and if 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 the right guy's there, um, and then from there, I think. The other safety position, you know, I think they're going to add another vet just to fill the gap for a year or two. And Amos from the Packers is out there, Adrian Amos. That was and, who I was thinking of. And, I had to Google and, it. And yeah, yeah, from yeah. The Packers, if you can get him on a cheap deal. And obviously Rodney McLeod said he'd come back for – he still has a home in Philly. He still does all his charity work in Philly. So he said he'd come back. Um, but, again, it all depends on what you have to give them. So – it feels like pick 10 is both like a blessing and a curse at the same time because we're not a quarterback needy team. We're not in a position where we're able to trade up convincingly. It's like, you know, from 10 to 2, 10 to 3 is sort of logical if you were needing a quarterback. But it has to be the right player. And I think Carter, maybe one other, is the only players that you do that for. But even then, I feel like we've worked hard to get into this position 
to have a, an extra first round pick despite getting yes. to the Super Bowl. And I feel like I agree. It's just personally, I'm always a sort of fate will deal you the cards that you're meant to have, and and the player if there's a player there at ten that has to be taken like car if he falls to ten or or something like that, then then yeah, you take him because it's unlikely he falls. So if he falls, it's meant to be. Um, but if he doesn't, like with my mock draft, trade back a few places, try and recoup some more draft capital later in the draft and pick a player that you would have probably been more comfortable taking closer to 30 maybe than you would 10. Sure. Um, and I think that's my how I operate with my, my gut feeling. And I think I joke about going for Bijan and stuff like that. I, yeah, I, I know, know that's not going to happen. That's a fanciful draft. <laughs> yeah, we all think, know that. <laughs> and with Jalen with Jalen Carr, it's a case of I can't get over the bad stuff. I know Mick says like he's an absolute stud and that, and I remember mentioning Aaron Donald is an absolute asshole, but yeah, he's the one of the best players in the game. It's different when it sort of it just shows a poor judgment in character. And I'm thinking how much I'm with you scheme, on that, Phil. How much can a scheme eliminate that from a player and just leave you the raw talent? You're still going to have to deal with all that baggage um, externally, and I think. I wouldn't want to trade up for him because I feel like that that's then you kind of saying I don't give a shit about anything apart from I think he's I'm banking on him being a good player but so far he's doing everything within his power to ruin himself and that, that bothers me um but and yet he's not 10, taking any interviews outside of the, the top so 10 which is interesting. so if you want if you want to believe that the story is that the reason he's doing that is because the Eagles have basically said if you're there at 10 we're taking you and I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that because I think I if that is the I, scenario as it plays out that's okay where I have a I have a flag with that to your point, William. I have a I that's another red flag for me in a way um, mm-hmm. about an ego. Uh, yeah. So most of you're saying I expect to be a top ten and don't waste your time with me. Meanwhile, I also uh, ran away from a, a scene that killed my teammate and yeah, and I pleaded like and then no came back and I lied everyone. to the police and yeah. then I finally told the truth. Like yeah. So and I mean I mean it's also it's it's pretty stupid to not take interviews outside of the top ten. What if someone wants to trade up from sixteen to eight and get you right? It makes that's no what sense. I mean. it, it it feeds into the poor. It's not the fact that he's an asshole. I don't. Yeah, he's an idiot. Yeah, he's an idiot, and he's he's sabotaging <laughs> himself. And that really bothers me. He's, he's got poor judgment, and I think yeah, you you either have a good level of judgment that can be used with but it's like if he's doing everything with his can i'm everything within his power to to hurt himself it just it just i would take him if he falls within everything sirianni and jalen hurts are trying to build within the eagles exactly there's that there's leaders in the team and i think it's a difference like if you force to 10 you can't pass him but you do not trade up for a player like that because there's just too many red flags if there was if there was even half the amount of issues yeah and he was there at seven or eight I would definitely trade up for him. But I'm yeah. thinking if he's fallen to 10, there's a reason. I'm thinking if he falls in your lap, you take him because then that's you kind of going, well, I'm just doing what the cards I've got. No, well, Mick, I, I, know, if... I know you don't necessarily fully agree with that because we've had this conversation before, but there's some people out there who have said Jalen Carter and the Eagles are perfect for each other. They both need each other. Um, Jalen Carter needs a team like the Eagles. He needs a leader like Jalen Hurts. He needs a coach like Sirianni to put him on maybe on the straight and narrow a little bit, the group they have around him, and the Eagles need him. You put him next to Jordan Davis for many years to come, really potent interior defensive line, how he likes to build in the, in, in the trenches. There's counter-arguments here, right? Which is why lots of people are, say, are saying Eagles could take him a 10 if he falls, and that's if he falls to 10. Sure. 
Yeah, I mean, easily, you know, we've always been known as a second chance organization. We've always given guys with questionable backgrounds a second chance. Look at Vic. Uh, look yeah. at a number of other guys. Um, Andy Reid's sons. Sorry. Um, but we've always been we've always seen past certain things. So I'm sure just like anybody else, we're doing our due diligence on the guy. Um, and um, yeah, so I, if he's there in an ideal world, I think that's who they have their set eyes set on. But again, there's plenty of other guys there and like to Phil's point and, and I could easily see them if Jalen doesn't fall there, them trading back and adding more draft capital from 10. Anyway, we should only have still get a really good player at a position of need after 10. So. Yeah, I mean, we should only ever have one Jalen in the building anyway, right? Mills went, we got hurt, so we don't need Carter. <laughs> Rager. Rager's gone, right? Exactly. If your entire <laughs> draft strategy is based on Christian names, I think... Well, yours was no based on a name a minute ago. Come on, Phil. What that, are you, what are you no, doing that was here? family names. It's different. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted C.D. Lamb, as I've said before, because of Katie's second name was Lamb. I was all in on that. <laughs> I think there's. Crazy. I think there's. We're not. We're not solely set on one particular need. We have lots of needs, but we have no desperate needs at this point. We we will soon if we don't draft properly this year. But I think you know there's there's opportunities out there. We we've got the benefit of dealing. I with think we depth. desperately need defensive tackle personally. No, we I do. Think. But the but what I'm saying is that the Carter's not the only one. He is that generation talent, but he's got question marks. There are a couple others out there, and I yeah, think sure. We we we've got the what I'm saying is we've got the benefit of of seeing where the cards fall on the night. How we will have about a million different scenarios in his head on his board, and 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 he'll do the right thing at the time. And I I have full faith in Howie right now. So he I'm has his guys though, Howie. Like I know he'll have loads of options, but he he knows who his guys are, and, and he's not afraid to go get them. No, but recently. I just don't feel like I feel like he's worked hard over that. Like to since you know, we're, imagine where we were two years ago, cursing Howie. Everyone wanted him out of the. The, the organization because he was drafting poorly the when situation was yeah we all did and look how hard he's built up he's every year for the last sort of two years he's garnered an extra first round pick for years he's built up layer upon layer I don't see him throwing that away for a player like Carter because he wants to get an extra he wants to get there and get that particular player I feel like he's a sort of person he's not, he doesn't you know he doesn't do anything else yeah, it's um. I, I, I see. Like I see where you're coming from. There. Sorry, lads. No, that's okay. Well, I think we got you. Um, yeah, I mean, if chance if Chancey falls back, I mean, they're going to have a feel on on how other teams are drafting in front and behind them. You know what they're targeting. If they if there's a way they can add draft capital and still get a guy like that at like 15 or something, and add an additional second or something for somebody that wants to trade up to get somebody they really need more than we do. Um, that we're not really interested in or have a need, then I can easily see them doing that. So, who's the one player, Mick, you would love to see the Eagles draft? Doesn't need to be a 10, doesn't need to be a 30, doesn't need to be a 62, doesn't need to be a 90, yeah. uh, doesn't have to be a Notre Dame player. Have you got, have you got one guy who every time you look at the draft, Mick, you're thinking, <laughs> I really fancy drafting this yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, I really yeah, would yeah, like yeah, to see yeah. him in the Eagles. <laughs> You're on mute, by the way, before you do speak. 
Um, thank you for the mute comment. Um, <laughs> CJ Stroud. <laughs> hey, I already cracked that joke with Bijan at one, right? You can't. <laughs> I'm not expecting that, were you? Um, I would love Brian Brisset. I've loved him yeah. for a long time. Um, I like his story. I think he's the sort of player that the Eagles would like as well. I think he's a good character. You're talking about the character of Jalen Carter being um, questionable. I think the the character of Brian Brisset is the complete opposite of Jalen Carter and uh, what he has gone through the last season, losing his sister um, and various injuries as well at Clemson. He was a five-star athlete coming out of high school, one of the top prospects. I think he was like on rivals. He might have been the top three coming out of high school that year. Yeah, I think you're right, Mick. Um, He's a special talent. He's got a lot in him. He's got a big heart. And again, interior defence, you can't beat that. So I would absolutely love to draft Brian Brisset. And um, I called it back in December, so I'd like that receipt. I'd like to cash that one in. Called it back in December. Yes. I like that. I like that a lot. I know you've mentioned both of them. Him and Miles Murphy from Clemson touched on it earlier on in the podcast. Um, I like that. I I don't know as much about him as as you clearly do, Mick. You much far more college football than I do, but I'm a sucker for character, and you want to blend character with high ceiling and um, five-star recruit coming out of high school and having to deal with a lot of issues and still being a top 25 consensus pick on everyone's draft boards. I'll eat that up all day. Yes, please. Tony, you got one per one guy in the draft you'd love to see the Eagles sign. Um, does it could be at any position. You're looking down. Are you gonna give us a Florida player here or what's going on? No, I'm no, no. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. <laughs> I mean I'm putting I'm putting you guys on the spot. Yeah, that's what I like doing on like these it. podcasts. I like I like that. I really, really Really want to load up on offense, and I really yeah. want Deshaun. I, I, uh, I don't okay. care. I, don't oh, care. Yeah. I, I want. I'm all in. You have him with Hertz, with Devontae, with yeah. AJ on the outside. Are you kidding me? With Goddard, yeah. good luck. Yeah. God bless. It's crazy. And then you have if Penny is healthy at all. If he's the second back, holy, you could put them both on the field at the same time. Mix it up in pa- certain formations and packages. Yeah. You won't know which way to go. Every person's a threat. So that would you, be up, you all in on that, Phil, as well? As the, if they could have one guy. It's not going to happen, but. It... <laughs> It'll be cool, though, right? I think, I think, I think Tony's made, made the, the sum, summarized the point that's just floating around the Eagles um, Twitter. Win now, baby. Right now is if they did, no one would, people would rationalize it. If he picked him at 10, people would be like, this is going to be amazing. But, oh my God, what are we going to do with everything else? Um, and I think, but I think if he did, if Howie somehow completely blew out of the park, went, yep, be done. No, no question. Done it. I have faith that he would make the rest of the draft fit to damage limitation that pick as much as possible. So, okay, everyone who's crying out going, what are we going to do about defensive and offensive lines? He'd find a way to make it work. Free agents um later round picks i feel like he'd do it it wouldn't be as good in anywhere near as form or as solid as the mock drafts that we've done being more sensible but 
we all have faith and you can't say that you don't that if how we pick Bijan at 10 we'd all be losing our minds and then when we get to the end of the draft we'd be all going okay let's see how this plays out because you know if we've got Bijan hell we've got Bijan but he's managed to sort of you know get those later round guys pick up a few free agents and I feel like he'd make it work so I think yeah you can't look past that if you want to it's the best player on offense in the draft um for me in terms of you know that excitement that that you know we'll look how, how we were when as soon as AJ Brown got um traded for pick 17 I think it was um we just lost our minds we we're like just done doesn't matter <laughs> we've got AJ Brown so I think when you get to players <laughs> like that, it has that kind of impact where you kind of you're like, well, this is going to do a lot for us as long as we we draft sensibly. I think it'll be fine. Yeah, it's um, I've, I've just been having a look at the the, the board um, <laughs> of who my player would be that I would like absolutely love to see um, on on the Eagles uh, next year and. Uh, Nolan Smith is up there for me. I mean, geez, edge rusher who can run um, four three nine. Um, He's got the pipeline going from Athens. What's that? Say that again. Yeah, He's got the pipeline going between yeah, well, Nakobe yeah. and JD and right Nolan. Be great. Not? And he's great uh-huh. at rush defense as well. He's great on rush defense, which could, um, you know, stop some of the interior problems that we didn't pick up a. A high-level um, interior defensive lineman. He's a bit undersized, right? He's yeah, two thirty-eight, two forty, um, but he's absolutely rapid. And I feel like even if he doesn't always line up on the edge, like he could line up a linebacker. Yeah, you, you, you could maybe line up on. You, know, you could definitely line up a linebacker and, and and on the edge. And him, maybe him and Reddick can swap around a little bit um, in his first season. And I think he's, I think his talent is sky high. His ceiling is sky high puts on a little bit more weight um, when he gets to the NFL, I think he could be special for the Eagles. And I think he's exactly the kind of player they want to build around. Um, personally, I want to see uh, Paris Johnson Jr. He's my guy. I want to, I want to see Paris Johnson Jr. In an, Eagles, in an Eagles uniform. I loved what I saw at the Combine. I liked what I saw with uh, Stoutland coaching him at the Combine. Like Anytime he asked him to do anything, he just hit it nail on the head right away. And he was like, well, then Paris go away whereas he was telling every other guy to come back come back what are you doing you're not wrong you're not wrong and like if Stoutland's saying that to a guy he's got the right size right athleticism we love building it in in, in the interior he could probably play it right guard if he needs to for the first year and then move to to right tackle once lane is has gone Jurgens can then replace at Kelsey, at Kelsey in the center after this year. Jurgens and Paris could maybe switch around in that position at right guard for the first year. I just think he makes perfect fit for Howie at, at 10. And I, I, he's, I don't see him going further than top 12 in the team. And I know we don't necessarily need it right now, but best player on the board. I love him so much. I can see him. I can see him going. I really like Paris Johnson Jr. Can you tell? No, but, uh, yeah, I can. But all I can, all I kept thinking about is, is when we talk about how the outside the box for Liam is always usually just not quite outside the box enough. And when you get your yeah, still player lost, the draft, didn't I? The exciting, the exciting, <laughs> well, yeah, but the, you, the exciting player of the draft, the one that you can pick, you know, barring all. Kind I don't of logic, care about that. You though. still went. You still went for a safe. Reasonably sensible player. Your defense here. I, I, <laughs> the, we, the Eagles have been elite. 
The Eagles have been elite at getting to the playoffs. Why not go wide receiver at that pace? Getting like, to, oh, well, we don't need it, too. Phil. We don't need it. We don't need a wide receiver. <laughs> right? We, the Eagles have been successful at building the best offensive line in the league for the last four or five years. We've missed one year where we've not been in the playoffs. And the one constant, regardless of quarterback, regardless of wide receiver, regardless of running back, has been an elite offensive line. And that has been the case every single year. And I want—I believe in that as the foundation for a good team. Now we've got Jalen. It's amazing. Yes, Lane's locked in for a few years. He's young. He's the right size. He's the right fit. I think he's the best player for the Eagles, personally. I'm only, I'm only messing with you. I do love Paris Johnson as well. I, just, <laughs> that's what, I was expecting you to go for <clears throat> Bijan. Go on, everyone. I'd love Bijan, but I... I, I don't I don't want to. I've spent years supporting Newcastle United, and we've had times where we have played exciting, attractive football, and that's been great. But I'm starved of championships. I'm starved of trophies, and I tasted it. I tasted it in 2017, 2018, when we lifted the the Super Bowl, and we're in a win. We're in win now. In the next two, three years, next five years could be a dynasty. I don't think. By by Jen Robinson makes us a Super Bowl champion. I don't think he makes us perennial playoff contenders. I think Paris Johnson continues to help us do that. And I, I want to see us be successful for a long time, not a short time. Yeah, Bijan, Bijan, Bijan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Is that, is, oh, that yeah. safe? is that safe or not? You're on mute. You're on mute. Five pound fine. <laughs> done it again. Here, listen, listen, right. I've been on the controls all night doing all the work under the hood. You guys have just been sitting, hands back behind your head. Drinking. Oh, Mick, can you scroll down? Can you scroll up, please? <laughs> and I've been doing all the grafting, right? So, see if I'm on mute. I deserve to be on mute, right? That's I think fair. I've had too That's much fair. whiskey now. That's, um, That's not yeah. fair. You should never yeah, have um, drink responsibly, everybody. Yeah, of course, it's a, it's a safe, it's, it's safe. It's very, very, very safe. Um, it's his back. He can do what he likes. Yeah. But it's boring. All right. It's boring. <laughs> I, I want to live in a time and an era where offensive tackles and guards are not seen as boring. I love watching an offensive tackle stifle a defensive end or a running back coming through the middle. I want I want not running back, a defensive tackle coming coming through the middle. You know, a linebacker coming off the edge. I love watching those plays as much as I love seeing a running back run. And I, you know, I think that's maturity of enjoying the NFL over the course of a few years. We're not just looking at the best running back player, back wide receiver play, or a dual threat, throw, dual threat quarterback, or, you know, a real strong arm quarterback. I want to see linemen making great plays. I want to see cornerbacks making plays. I want to see offensive tackles making plays. I want to see safeties making plays. I want to enjoy the whole field and I just love what the Eagles have in their offensive line, and I think I've defended myself enough now. I'll shut up. Yeah, I just, I just want, I just wanted to bring bring Mick into the middle of of our little tiff because I got brought into the middle of yours last week, and it's like, don't make me pick sides. Hey, maybe, I'm, yeah, maybe this is my new thing. All right, maybe this is what, my new thing. Creating arguments, yeah, <laughs> getting pops off the whole fan base for your team. <laughs> I don't let's think that's it. a bad take. I think Barry Johnson is a good take. As the best no, but let's, let's be honest, he got twenty percent of the votes for his Kelsey take, and still twenty three percent of the votes. <laughs> He still, that he got, still claimed that a fifth of the fan base were on his side. It's like, well, nearly, nearly, a quarter, nearly a quarter, nearly a quarter. And, and given the, the, the shade I got thrown, love you, Kelsey. Um, for those listening in, um, Jason Kelsey actually watched the clip of, of what we did last week. So any hope of us having Jason Kelsey on the podcast in the near future 
It's um, now gone because of it. It's now well, unless you guys decide to have one without me, in which case you might have a better opportunity. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to come on your pod. I'm going to be coming on your pod, guys. But that host, he's got to be out of there, man. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that'll be the case. All right, good stuff. Listen, folks, thank you so much for everything today. It's been really fun doing a live uh, mock draft with you all, Tony. Thank you as ever coming on for your annual appearance at the uh, British and Irish Eagles uh, draft. I hope you've enjoyed it, sir. Always, always do with you guys. Always good to catch up. Always fun to talk the draft. Anybody we'll listening or watching, don't take this mock draft too seriously from me because <laughs> He's I probably won't be welcome back because it was pretty bad. Although I wasn't just picking off the of names, so I'll go with that. That's true. Yeah, I mean, the great speaking themselves, Tony. Absolutely, <laughs> uh, Mick, <laughs> Phil. It's been a pleasure. First ever live uh, podcast, so uh, uh, or I should say on YouTube, on Twitter. So anyone listening to the podcast, apologies. So first go at this, doing this all live. Um, hope you enjoyed it, as you always do. Um, when you when you when you tell us, so tell us if you didn't, tell us if we can improve doing these live um, mock drafts as well. If you if you'd rather they were quicker, if you'd rather we change it up a little bit, we can only get better on your feedback. So we appreciate. Are you sending any of that feedback in? And we appreciate you guys listening to us and um, watch out in the next few days for more news on our NFL draft competition and um, prize giveaways, which Phil has mentioned, of course, for an Eagles draft 2023 hat. And there will be also um, a few bottles of Luck Lomond whiskey, which we'll be giving away to um, some of the winners of this as well. So lots to look out for. More news to come on that partnership moving forward. Um, I spoke to Passion Avenue today. Uh, with potential that there will be a draft watch-along party at Passion Avenue. So uh, watch out for some news on that coming down the, the grapevine as well. We've got some really exciting guests coming up in the next few weeks. So um, we'll release those announcements in the next couple of days as well. Um, going to be drafting, I think, at least once a week up from now up until the draft. So it's going to be an exciting time, and I'm sure our opinions will change and differ as we go towards it. Um, but without any further ado, thank you, everyone, for listening in. We are the British and Irish Eagles podcast. We are the home of the Philadelphia Eagles outside of Philadelphia itself, and we love you.